1: And welcome to No Filler, the music podcast dedicated to sharing the often overlooked hidden gems that fill the space between the singles on our favorite records. My name is Travis, got my brother Quentin here with me. That was Static X playing Ascend, and that is who we're talking about today. This is our sidetrack episode for Korn. We talked about uh, Korn's first four records. We talked about new metal and uh, the the rise of new metal in the late 90s and into the 2000s. And this band that we're talking about today, Static X, is considered a new metal band. So Q, do you remember that song? That was called Push It.
2: I've never heard that song, dude. Are you sure? I, If I have, I've forgotten about it, but I was into it, dude.
1: Well, My head there go. was a banging. Yeah, man uh did you look like Wayne Static? That's the name of the lead singer. <laughs> and if you if you just google just google Wayne Static and some of you may remember this but uh he looks like he he just basically took I mean he had to use an entire bottle of um what the hell was that stuff called that everybody used back at LA LA Looks, remember that?
2: Oh yeah, that
1: LA looks the stuff that that turned
2: gel. your hair into a, like a fucking cement
1: building. That's right. Yeah, he basically looks like
2: um I mean it looks like he put his fucking finger in in the in the electric outlet, you know? Yeah. I think that's
1: probably the whole fucking well, point. Well it's called static, so that's the whole <laughs> point. <laughs> anyway. So Static X. What makes them uh different than Corn and some of those other new metal bands that we talked about last week? is that they also have the industrial metal flag attached to them so industrial metal uh is sort of characterized by like sampling and sometimes like a like a club music like pulse to it you know like electronic music pulse yeah and um so i think not- and so so this album came out in
2: 99 Right. So this is right dude, that's right when, in the thick that's of that's when electronic music was getting
1: big. That's man. that yes, that's true. And also that's that's when Korn was you know at the top of their 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 fame and success was in, in yeah. 1999. That's when Issues was out. So they had already seen all that success with Follow the Leader. So, uh, you know, Static X. I don't remember this X. song, dude. I do not remember Well, this pushes. was their I think this was their this was their their huge mega hit. If you can even call it that. Because if you don't remember it, then obviously it wasn't that big. I don't remember it. I definitely remember it. But anyway, uh, I think when you think about industrial metal, I think Nine Inch Nails is kind of the... Yes. You know, they're the biggest name in that genre. Yeah. Although they're kind of more industrial rock, electronic rock. But, you know, Static X is definitely more metal and... I don't really know why they get the new metal flag, but maybe that's just because they they were in that that era of like late nineties metal that was that was, you know, alternative metal. It wasn't traditional sounding metal. And you can definitely hear the industrial side of it when you listen to some of their songs. Um but anyway, we're gonna get right into it. This is gonna be a quick sidetrack episode, as all sidetrack episodes should be quick and dirty so let's let's play i've got two songs for us today first one is off that same album that push it was featured on their debut album called wisconsin death trip uh this song coming up here is called i am
0: Right. On.
2: So I got to ask you, dude, how, what part of that is not metal to you?
1: Oh, I never said they weren't metal. Oh, okay. I said, you I said I,
2: you're wondering why they're, they're thrown
1: into the new metal category. The new metal. Like why specifically did they get the uh, new metal tag? Yeah. But I, I think, you. you know, because I, you know like
2: I, like we were saying with, with Korn yeah, and with new metal specifically, it's, it's metal, but with like funk, funk and hip hop and, and hip hop. Yeah. Right. Okay.
1: Now. You know, I think when you listen to him, you know, he 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 sings his lyrics in a very like like percussive, like very quick, quick manner. And maybe that's Mm -hmm. why or maybe just because like I was saying earlier, you know, this was just they came out in in the late 90s. They were a metal band that didn't fall under like the traditional metal like tropes. You know what I mean? So that's probably why. But
2: um, well, dude, you know what this is making me think of? Uh, So our very first episode that we launched this podcast with was Alice in Chains, but we were very close to doing an episode on Bush, which for some reason got thrown into the grunge category, which I would not put them in. Well, yeah, they came out
1: like on the tail
2: end of it, remember? Exactly. Yeah, they just happened to, to, you know, get burst on the scene around that time. Maybe that's why.
1: So, uh, here's just a little fun fact here. Wayne Static, again, you know, the founder of Static X, the lead singer. He was in a band uh, with Billy Corgan, uh, a.k.a. the front man of Smashing Pumpkins, before uh, he formed Static X. And Billy Corgan was also doing Smashing Pumpkins, so he had he was in like two different bands. And as Smashing Pumpkins began to get more and more successful, Corgan shifted all of his attention to Smashing Pumpkins and like left this band that him and Static X were in. called. They were called Deep Blue Dream. That's
2: so terrible. Dude, that's almost as bad as the name of the band that I was in in high school.
1: D- Dude, it's close. And you know what? Yeah, <laughs> It's
2: pretty damn close. <laughs>
1: Days Old Dream, Deep Blue Deep. Dream.
2: Dude, that's bad.
1: They're both bad. Oh, you guys didn't have Billy Corgan in your group. Yeah. That's so true. So anyway, uh, so here's another interesting thing that I literally just found out about today, and that's why we're gonna play a second song. So this is this is a true sidetrack right here. What I'm about to play because it's tied directly to corn. So Mr. Wayne Static was contacted by Jonathan Davis of Corn in 2002. Here's why. So. Davis was signed on to provide the soundtrack for the movie Queen of the Damned. But he had some contract limitations with Sony and was legally unable to perform the music that he had written for the film. So he reached out to a number of different like metal vocalists, Wayne Static being one of them. So Static sings vocals on a song that Jonathan Davis wrote for Queen of the Damned. And when you listen to it, it sounds like he's doing an impersonation of Jonathan Davis. It's really funny. So, anyway, this song is called Not Meant for Me. Yeah, that sounded like a corn song, man. Yeah, I mean, I it, guess it was. It, yeah, I mean, it, you can definitely tell that it's a song written by JD. Uh, yeah, and it, like it sounds like the corn stuff that he was writing in 2002, because I was talking about the um, the album Untouchables by Korn that came out in 2002. So like his writing style had changed a little bit, and that definitely sounds like it could, it could have been like a B side on untouchables you know so what's funny is when you look at the rest of the artists on this record like you can tell that new metal was still at the height of popularity because you've got papa roach on here you've got chester bennington which is the lead singer from from linkin park on here yeah you've got Damn. uh deft tones who who we talked about last episode because he he sang or he rapped on the uh ice cube cover that corn did yeah in. Uh, Dude, this
2: album was just chock full of that stuff. Exactly.
1: Man. Now that's the thing, like 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 what I was saying. Uh, you know, Jonathan Davis reached out to all of these metal singers, so that was just that that was the time, man. But anyway, uh, interesting, right? Because you even commented last last episode on how you thought it was funny how Jonathan Davis uh, pronounced the word "me," right? <laughs> Boy. You, yeah, exactly. So there you go, like, here's Wayne Static singing a song written by Jonathan Davis, and he just He does it the same way. I guess he felt like he had to do it. Yeah. But I thought that was a weird choice. I mean, to me, it's like, yes, it's written by Jonathan Davis, but he should have sung it like Wayne Static sings.
2: You know what I mean? Right, I was going to say, like, what what did, did Jonathan Davis, like- Specifically, tell him, dude, you better sing this like I do, or I'm going to be pissed. That's what I'm saying. Like, did he have like the
1: doubt it? Did he have like the little, doubt uh, you know, accent marks above the E and stuff? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like on the lyrics sheet that he gave him. But anyway, yeah. So, well, uh, I'm into it, dude. I I like this stuff, man. Well, so so go to, li- yeah, definitely listen to Wisconsin Death Trip. Is what I would say because uh, okay. it's a it, you know if you if you liked I Am and if you liked Push It. That record is, is a pretty good, just pop it on and, and rock out kind of album, you know? Yeah. It's funny, dude.
2: He, this, he does look familiar. I, like, I guarantee
1: I, you you've seen a photo of him
2: before. Cause, or a music video or something. Yeah, I just that, don't that, remember. That look is pretty hard to,
1: or to forget. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. We'll have to put some kind of image. Well, I guess it's a sidetrack. So we'll yeah, throw we'll an have image of, image of, of the band up there on yep. our website. Cool, man.
1: So there you go. another Another new metal band from the late 90s. And another song written by Jonathan Davis.
2: Now let me ask you this, dude. Maybe you maybe you know this. What's new metal
1: like today? Apparently, there's a resurgence of it. Um, but obviously, I mean, and, and it's the case for most rock and metal bands. It's just not going to get any mainstream attention, you know. Yeah, I feel like kind of like we touched on the late '90s and, and early 2000s was this. I feel like it was the last, like. Period where mainstream music was was you know just a mixed bag, you know, because we had talked about how yeah. uh, Total Request Live was. You had anything from Tom Green's "Bum Bum" song <laughs> to any number of different boy band and and you know, Britney yeah. Spears, Christina Aguilera, and then you had like two like punk pop, corn. I mean, it was a yeah. really interesting time. Stained. Yeah, dude. For music, and and that was like, you know, that was our, our heyday for music back then, so. Yeah. I feel like there's, you know, there's a resurgence of a lot of different uh, metal genres. I, you know, the, the funny thing about metal is that it never stops being popular. It just doesn't. I, I feel like it's, it's, again, like the late 90s seems like it was 90s and, and into the 2000s. That's when metal. Had sort of its moment, you know, as far as like even mainstream. with Metallica, that's right? what I'm saying. Metallica, and you know, there were grunge rock, you know, grunge rock had varying degrees of like metal undertones. Like we talked about Alice in Chains, I mean, they were sort of a, a metal group as well, you know, so yeah, but anyway, metal's always popular, metal always has a following. Um, but new metal definitely kind of came and went, but apparently it's making a resurgence. I haven't listened to any new metal bands out there. So I couldn't tell you. Any or not... new new metal bands. That's right, new new metal. Yeah. Um, but I'm sure they're just, you know, piggybacking off of what Korn and these other groups did back in the nineties, you know.
2: Yeah, yeah. So next week, dude, we're getting into some air. I want to say we're gonna pull another one eighty.
1: Yeah. Um that's what we like to do around here, man. We like to keep you guessing. You never know what we're gonna play. <laughs> I'm really
2: excited, dude uh so air is this French electronic music duo um and we're gonna cover their two thousand four release talkie walkie i'm pumped dude
1: yeah it's it's pumped. Gonna be, it'll be nice to get back into some uh some sort of chill electronic music, you know, yeah, I feel like they're like a mix between like a like a king's of convenience and a and a yeah. electronic group, you know.
2: And dude, they're like Kings of Convenience mixed with Tosca. Yeah. And if if none of that means anything to you, we've covered both of those bands in the past. So go back and listen to those episodes, get pumped, get yourself in that mindset. Yeah, it's going to be good times, man. Yeah, I'm excited. And they uh if you've seen the movie Lost in Translation, um they have a a song from this album called Alone in Kyoto that pops up on that soundtrack but we'll get into that next week um what do you got for an outro for us dude we're just gonna listen to some more static x
1: uh why don't you play bled for days we'll have that play us out that's another single so push it was a single uh bled for days is another single so we'll just have this play us out so so this is again this is static x and uh that was our sidetrack episode for this week go to our website nofillerpodcast.com. You can check us out on iTunes or SoundCloud as well, where you can find all of our old episodes. We've got like 60 plus episodes now, so there's plenty of content out there. If you like what you heard today, uh, go back and and peruse our catalog. And uh, We are confident that there is another group or artist that we've covered that will pique your fancy, tickle your fancy, (laughs) tickle your your earbeards tick tickly earbuds
2: All right so this is blood for days from Static X and my name is Quentin and my name is Travis we will shout at you next week
3: That's banking reimagined. What's in your wallet? Terms
0: apply. See CapitalOne.com slash bank for details. Capital One and a member FDIC.
3: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.